0: You're listening to an ArtsMitten podcast. You are listening to Artsmitten here on Sin. I am Zach. And now I am joined by Alice Chance, composer, conductor, artist, and singer, who is working with Rubik's Collective on a performance uh, on the 25th of August. Hello, Alice.
1: Hi, Zach. Thanks for having me.
0: Welcome to the show. How are you going today?
1: Yeah, I'm a really good, thanks. I'm so excited for this concert. It's been three years coming and and Friday's just around the corner, I can't believe it.
0: That's fantastic, that's fantastic. So the concert is called Towards Home and you've contributed uh, a part called Heirloom towards it?
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. So Heirloom is a piece that explores the relationships between uh, mothers, daughters and grandmothers in, in the same family line. And basically, I had the fortune to collaborate with 15 different women from five different families from all over the world, you know, the Blue Mountains, the Torres Strait, France, Iran, and um, I got to hear their stories and I got to record their voices. And I've arranged it all into uh, a piece as if they were all in a choir singing with us in the same room.
0: That's fantastic. Can you tell us about working with all those different people?
1: Yeah, it was quite varied. You know, sometimes we would just... it was A lot was recorded during COVID times, and so it was a lot of by distance. I would just sort of tell them what to do and where to hold the phone to get a good recording of the voice so I could balance them up. And I also asked about um, any objects uh, that might have been passed down to them from their mothers or their grandmothers uh, or anyone further back uh, in their family. And I heard beautiful stories. I heard... um, one of the singers is Kaylin Zaro, who is an incredible Torres Strait artist and custodian of songs and culture. And she told me about how she used to wander into her mum's bedroom when her mum wasn't there and try on her jewellery, her 60s incredible Diamante's jewellery. And so as part of the musical work, you hear little excerpts of these stories like that and you hear about you know, young girls trying on diamantes and and um, huge heavy jewellery that was way too big for them.
0: And a big part of Heirloom is about memories handed down from mother to daughter. Do you have any memories in your own life that speak to you?
1: I was thinking that. I think I've always been a little bit stubborn and resistant if I'm ever sort of gifted with, you know, oh, here's this recipe that, um, you know, has been passed down through the family or, you know, here's this ring that your great-grandmother used to wear, I think I've always been a little bit like, um, okay, I'll put that in a drawer. I'm scared to wear it or, I, you know, you're around, mum, so I don't need an object. I'll just hang out with you. But I, I think as well as I get older, I start to see more and more of the significance and that sort of thing. And I remember I used to I used to live in Melbourne. I used to live in Coburg. And um, my grandmother was doing a closet chuck out, chuck out and she gave me this big black trench coat. And I remember just feeling like the coolest person on the streets of Coburg from wearing that oh, wow. trench coat of my grandmother's. <laughs> Perhaps your listeners will remember me back in twenty sixteen. The super cool trench coat girl they got a glimpse of.
0: Clearly you have to do the performance in a trench coat now.
1: Oh, I absolutely have to, yes. I've I've dug it out. It's at the dry cleaners now. Well, can
0: you tell us a bit about your history with classical music more broadly?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I was one of those um, kids that was always really interested in music, but I felt like I didn't start early enough, and so that it was maybe too late for me. And I always improvised, but never felt super comfortable writing it down. And it was only towards the end of high school where I thought, oh, I'm going to give it a shot and try to go to Sydney Conservatorium of Music. And I think that insecurity really made me work very hard. (laughs) And so over my bachelor, I got more comfortable with things like sight reading and notation and and also just trusting my process you know every every person who writes music has a different process and that absolutely doesn't have to involve notation or you know being able to necessarily read I know some of my most gifted colleagues just only work by ear so I think it's been a real journey learning to trust that process and Learning to trust other things, you know, like I at some point fell in love with the French language and thought, oh, okay, I'm going to try and combine music and French and see where that leads me. And I ended up studying a, a master's in Paris recently that I've just finished. So I think that would have never happened if I wasn't like admitting to myself I was a grammar nerd at the same time.
0: And on the, on the note of like tradition and family and music, is music big in your family?
1: It's very much, I, there's a lot of gifted musicians who maybe haven't kind of taken it as far as it could go. Like both my mum and my dad are really good at um, playing by ear, uh, but they, yeah, have never had lessons. So I feel kind of like the, the one who got to really give it a red hot go. And it's, at the same time, it's really exciting. And it's also a little bit of pressure because I, I don't want to let them down.
0: Right, of course. And um, how was working with Rubik's Collective?
1: They are amazing. It's been a a dream collaboration because this has been a concert that we've had in the works for so many years. And there was a point where we would just have an online chat every month and we hardly ever talked about the work. We just spent time with each other and shared stories and stories about our own grandmothers and mothers. And it was this really slow burn of a work And they've been so understanding in terms of some of my ideas. You know, Kaylee Melville, the percussionist, I asked if she would be willing to play costume jewellery as an instrument and drape the costume jewellery over other more traditional percussion instruments like, you know, the vibraphone and the cymbal. And she was totally up for it. And she was on Facebook Marketplace researching boxes of costume jewellery and saying, do you think this would have the right resonance or should we go for something more metallic and... I think, yeah, Ruby's Collective have just been so on board to take my idea to, to the limits of, of what it aims to be, and I'm super grateful for that.
0: It sounds like it's a really sort of experimental piece with a lot of different moving parts and a lot of things that possibly took a lot of experimenting and trial and error to get to work. Is that something that you kind of felt while planning it?
1: Absolutely, and it hasn't it doesn't stop there you know i've i've submitted the score to them that we are going into rehearsals pretty much from today and i just know there's some some, of the thing that's magic about uh, new music is that it's so fresh and so alive and i know in the five or so six or so days before the premiere on friday night that it's going to evolve further because i'm going to get to be in the room with them and learn things and Try out ideas, and I really think it will be will be tweaking it right up until the night, and I'm just so excited for the the magic and the energy that's going to bring to the performance.
0: Great. Well, if people want to find out more about either towards home or more of your own work, where can they look?
1: So yeah, they can go to uh, Rubik's Collective on Instagram or online. It's Rubik's like a Rubik's Cube, and uh, if they want to know more about what I get up to, you just look up Alice Chance on on the interwebs and then um, Alice Chance on Instagram. You can take a chance and search that if you like. Uh, but I definitely encourage following Rubik's Collective because the projects that they are that are underway with them at the moment are, are really really exciting, and I think they're a, a treasure not only on the on the Melbourne cultural scene, the Nam cultural scene, but also around Australia and, and internationally.
0: Thank you so much for joining us here on Artsmitten today, Alice.
1: Thanks, Zach. Thanks for having me. Have a good day.
0: Thanks for listening to an Artsmitten podcast. You can listen to Artsmitten live every Saturday from 12pm on Sin.